0: Fight in the set. Action. Welcome everyone to the Movie Machine Podcast, presented to you by Hot Chocolate Media. Today, I am surrounded by three industry professionals from Hollywood we are going to make a film today for you based on a random prompt on the internet. Joining us today is our writer, Don Krasnowski, who's the set psychologist on the set of Inside Out. Our director, David McKay, who had the idea to kill the dog in John Wick. Hi there. And then our producer, Jacob, who cleaned out the wood and in Dale and Tucker vs. Evil. Welcome, everyone. It's great to have you. And so it's my pleasure. Starting with our writer, Dawn, our, your theme of the story today is a light-hearted comedy. Aww. The main character is an unstable pharmacist, and the major event of the story is birth.
1: Oh, this is something I'm so excited to be working on. I mean, as you know, I am a psychologist. So it's really thrilling to me to be able to incorporate all of my classic skills of medical profession and filmology into one intense script. See. This movie is going to be incredibly funny because it's going to feature an unstable pharmacist as the lead. Now, he thinks it is such a hoot to change out the medication of his best friend and instead of giving her birth control like he's obliged to, he instead gives her a placebo which, ready for this, gets her pregnant. I know! This is so funny already. I am laughing so hard on the inside. So, but the funniest part about this movie is that she didn't realize that the other part of the medication she was getting from the unstable pharmacist was also a roofie. So when she took her vitamin C pills, which was the vitamin roofie pills that the unstable pharmacist gave her, and then he ended up, oh, having sex, it was consensual because she was in her bed. So that counts as consensual, right? Okay, anyways, so then she gets pregnant with his baby. Now, let's make this funny. Well, funny things happen while he's having sex with her unconscious body. Like, he's a virgin, and he's never had sex before. I know, I know, it sounds funny when someone's in a medical field that they don't know how to have sex, but, you know, it takes him a couple tries to figure out where his ding-ding should go. Once he finally gets it in the right place, you know... There's some comedy moments. I know some people use the term too, pump chump, and other things like that, but he really does his best, and he's very caring about her afterwards. Like, he gives her a little towel bath, and it's really cute. He sings her a song while he does it, so. The unstable pharmacist gets his best friend pregnant after switching out her drugs. And this is hysterical, because then she has to go announce it at Thanksgiving dinner. And when she does, I mean, that's when grandma flips out and everyone says that she should be talking to the police. But she's like, why? Obviously my birth control failed, so God wanted me pregnant. So they named the baby after Jesus. The name of this movie is Jesus Surprise! And I'm thrilled about this idea. I'm so excited.
0: Alright, so our director, David, you've just given the script for Jesus surprise, is the exclamation point in the title? Oh, of course the, okay. it is. Just and actually sure. we're ready
1: to right. convert it over to, you know, the Spanish speaking people, so the um, upside down exclamation point will be on the other side of the title. Okay, excellent. And they'll put around down said Jesus surprise.
0: And the uh, the main characters are a lady and her best friend pharmacist, who knocks her up while she's
2: unconscious. Wow yeah how do you make wow. this your
0: own mmm
2: yeah a nice lighthearted romp Whoa. so I think in order to, to, to basically kind of save this concept I see it being something of a, a slapstick comedy you know if we do a 3d cam and we really kind of get like flailing body parts so uh, like James Carey, right um, I see him as a as a, a Jim Carrey. Uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. uh, James Carrey. Like no, it's his his brother who who costs a lot less. um, (laughs) But I see him with you know flailing limbs as he's trying to have sex with his friend who's going to be Dana Carrey uh, in a wig um, because he's also very funny with uh, doing flailing body part. Dana Carve. No, his third uh, cousin who we could get at a really good price discount and looks the same and so people will get that face recognition but it's a bit younger and so a physical comedy I see this in 3D so on IMAX screens and so it's going to involve a lot of the actual physical uh, attempts at and uh, it will never be consummated, because that's the way we're going to get out of some legal problems that we might run into with the, this movie and uh, getting it broadcast, uh, hopefully on uh, TV when in repeats after it's made, a, I'm sure, a hugely successful theatrical run. And I also see it not only 3D, but a lot of CGI work, just because, you know, if we're going to really have some, some hilarious uh, genitals in action... Uh, We don't know for sure if we'll be able to get people to perform on cue. So that's how I'm seeing this structured and coming together. And I think also what I'd like to add is uh, perhaps a subplot involving maybe some cute pets. Uh, just to kind of lighten it up a little bit who we'll also get into the drugs, you know? And so they start also flailing around while other people are trying to have sex, the animals are kind of jumping around them, maybe trying to have sex, maybe not. We'll see what our budget constraints and our CGI effect capabilities are. And probably then, you know, seeing if Disney's interested, you know, with the, the whole pet angle. And it's I know it'd be a new branch of of hilarity for Disney, but I feel like Disney is kind of doing everything, and it's the one last area that they could get into would be kind of semi-softcore and pornography. And my guess is, from everything I know about Disney, I think they would love it.
0: I'm getting semi-softcore from this movie. <laughs> like, It's uh, boner poison, uh, for lack of a better term. So did you cast a woman for the female role?
2: No, no, no. Uh, that's just tired. That's just... Hackneyed. That's just you know. Let's let's think original.
0: Is the female part gonna be be played by a man in drag, or are we gonna go junior and make a man
2: pregnant? You know. So I don't want to put labels on people. You know. I want it to be whatever they feel like. Sure. I mean, the movie machine is advanced,
0: but it does get confused. So I'm just making like Oh, you need categories Like, like huh? the plot of the film is about an accidental pregnancy.
2: So but it's the 21st century. Let's change it up. Let's let's just let things flow. Let's just okay. not decide. That, that's all the movie machine
0: needed to know. So Okay, okay. Producer Jacob, you have a comedy starring Dana Carey and James Carey which are until now unknown relatives of Jim Carey and a whole bunch of animals starring a film that was described as semi-softcore porn.
3: Spoiler alert,
0: Disney passed on this one. However, there is potential
3: here. Much like an untested drug, I think we have a little ways to go, but (laughs) <laughs> I think we can, we can make some dollars out of this one. So pharmacy angle, I think we can really, really work. That can be profitable and here's the reason why. Big Pharma has a boatload of money. If we product placement the shit out of this piece, just put, he's a pharmacist, we can put a brand name on everything he owns. Like there's no need for us to, to skimp on that in any way. And doctors already do that, that's like a thing, so it's not even going to stand out as like weird product placement. That's just a thing you see at the doctor's office. So that's going to work. They're going to get us a bunch of money. We can make this thing happen. It's not going to be a big deal to, to work up a budget for this. Significantly less profitable rape. Don't think we can do that? Here's what I'm thinking. I think that they're, they're good friends and that he kind of like helps this, this character out. Did you, did we have names for these characters, by the way? No. All right, I'm going to go with Josh and Susan. So Josh is like super overworked. He adopted too many pets, apparently. So he's like freaking out about how to take care of the pets, and he's also a hardworking pharmacist. We're gonna kind of turn into like a big city comedy thing where it's like, oh, there's so many like adorable cats and dogs in the city that need saving. So I'm gonna adopt a bunch of them, and then he, you know, goofs up this prescription. He puts something, you know, that he shouldn't have for the uh, the woman instead of the the birth control pills for Susan. What I think it's not gonna be a roofie because that's you know problematic in a lot of ways. I think it should just be no a, yeah. Uh, I think it should just be like a placebo or like you know one of the filler pills. I don't know medical stuff, so it's, it's a filler pill. Just we're going with that. It's nothing. It's an empty thing. And so it doesn't work. They have like an awkward one-night stand when she comes over to like help take care of the pets because you can't manage everything at once and like one of the dogs needs like a shot and one of the cats has like an, an eye infection. so she's trying to take care of way too many animals at once. Um, I'm gonna recast this as well. I think that if, if it's gonna be anything related to Jesus, I think we should get the canonical Jesus from our time, Jim Caviezel from Passion of the Christ, to be Josh. And then funny lady in weird city comedies, Amy Schumer, I think we can get her. So long story short, Jesus Surprise is not gonna work, I need a different title. But we can add like the religious grandma or whatever in. That'll be like a funny plot point. This movie, I'm going to give you guys, we're going to go with $40 million. And I think we can get most of that from Big Pharma.
0: All right. So, Dawn, you've got notes from the studio back. Yes, they've, I did. They've asked you to change the title. The rape plot is gone. But you've got a wait, really... Wait, wait, wait. The what? The. The unconscious consummation. Oh is gone. yeah. Okay, uh, that's too bad. But mad you have a great cast.
1: That's the only way I ever have sex. Okay. I do. I do have a great cast. I'm, I'm excited about Jim. Amy Schumer, though, no, I don't. I don't want to see her naked. So I hope this is a very tasteful. Did you consummation? That's the word you used. Yes. I hope this is a very tasteful consummation scene. But I love the idea of adding and dogs. So um, what I have done is I have adjusted the script so that more cats and dogs are involved and they do a musical number. And that is actually going to cover up and make sure that one night stand, which is just, just disgusting. I don't understand how anyone could do that. But whatever, I mean, whatever's going to sell, right? I mean, so the cats and dogs are going to start singing a song about potato chips while the couple goes into the room and does whatever they do. I, I don't understand how that works. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I wasn't excited about Josh and Susan as the names. I was hoping for something like a little bit more interesting like Frank and Jane. I think that's that's spicy and I I want to keep that spicier in that sense. So I, I am gonna readjust it and I am going to change the title from Jesus Surprise to Cats and Dogs Surprise Sing Time Factory. <laughs>
0: Anything else?
1: Oh no! I think this is perfect. I am I am so excited. There are cats and dogs. I can't believe I didn't write cats and dogs into because you just write out all the humans. All right. But then we need a pharmacist. I've never heard of a cat pharmacist before.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. True. So David. Yeah. The film has a new title. It's called mm. Cats and Dogs Surprise Colon.
1: No, there's no colons. Colons oh. are disgusting
0: okay cats and dogs surprise musical factory musical factory yeah. starring amy schumer jane caviezel i think fully
1: dressed except fully. for except for james he, he can take his clothes off
0: and a whole bunch of dogs and cats who sing about potato chips how are you feeling? Is this, this the direction? Oh,
2: this is perfect. Uh, I just got off the phone with Disney, and they're very enthused about this. Uh, what we're going to go with is we're going to film it entirely with cameras that are going to be on the animals' heads uh, as they run around. And so we're going to get their view in 3D of all this going on. Um, and Disney, uh, like I said, I just got off the phone with them, and they want to up it to, they wanted it to be a zoo's worth of animals, because they really want to increase the range of funny animals that they could then sell as, you know, uh, stuffed animals, uh, which is, you know... Merchandising, it's how they make the big bucks. Oh, speaking of merchandising, making the big bucks, I also just got off the phone with Big Pharma, and they agreed that this is a great way for product placement. And well, specifically because Disney's involved in its cute little animals and whatnot, so it's a great way to get uh, kids into uh, taking pills. And then you mentioned that there are placebo pills, and as we know, placebo pills tend to be sugar pills, which is perfect to get kids started on taking pills, is little sugar pills. It's just the same way, you know, we got kids into smoking with those little sugar cigarettes doing the same thing, but involving hardcore medications is is what we're going to go for. And of course, we're going to make them seem just like wonderful things to do. The the pets are going to get into all these sugar pills, and they're going to get goofy and hyped up, and we're going to, like I said, we're going to have all cameras on their heads as they're running around. And, you know, when I talked to Disney, they weren't big on the last change I want to make, but I think we have to do it. Jim Caviezel as Jesus. If we're going that route, I think that we have to basically have the end title sequence basically just footage of him being whipped to death as Jesus for maybe a half hour just while the credits roll just as a little extra you know if you've like spent your time and you're like I've toughed out this movie the adorable little pets can I get a little payoff and some real you know and we might put a little warning so that little kids would would you know know that, that this is a bible story and thus they should stay and watch every single second of it and uh, you know I also kind of I still want to get the pets involved and so if they're the ones actually doing the whipping, you know, because no one wants to see harm to pets, but since they're on all these drugs and everything anyway, I think that it would make the story of Jesus just so much more easy to digest for a new generation of, you know, young tykes who want to see, well, Bible stories, right? And so uh, we would have a zoo's worth of animals, and again, they would still all have cameras on their heads. so we'd have all these different angles of all kinds of different heights of animals uh, whipping Jim Caviezel to death and uh, yeah i'm gonna have to uh, i will stake my reputation on that that will make this movie the most memorable disney movie that there's ever been
0: so producer jacob you the first 90 minutes of this film is a straightforward animal musical with camera angles from weird places that ends with a 30 minute snuff film how you feeling You know, I I took a little bit of a look at your office, and I
3: think I figured out where the problem is. The number that you keep calling to try and get a hold of Disney is actually the number for Gevil Didny, who is the proprietor of an LA Polish circus who keeps trying to break into the porn industry. Shoot, are you sure? I'm very sure. He's tried to pull this shit on a dozen of my films, it's just, it's not gonna happen. So, again, Disney is out. They're not interested in this piece. Mm -hmm. Um, Regardless of the singing animals. That was, like, the only part that they had a remote interest in. But that one, it's just not going to fly to work with with Disney on this. I think we got to kind of play up that comedy side of things. If we want to have, like, a goofy bit with the animals, that's okay. Maybe there can be, like, a kind of weird hallucination. Maybe one of the, the things that gets mixed up, maybe she's actually on, like, a... A psychotropic of some kind something that's affecting her her mind and that's part of how their awkward one-night stand happens and then she kind of hallucinates like the dogs dancing or something like that that could be kind of funny and it could be kind of like the you know adult tier comedy that we, we want but it's not gonna be like a huge thing and there's absolutely not gonna be Jim Caviezel getting whipped that's a weird givel did not that's that's not gonna happen so beyond that if Amy Schumer is not gonna work uh, let's bring in another comedy actress who we can get for fairly cheap. Allison Hannigan. She can definitely do it. And I guess most people would say that redheads are more attractive than blondes.
2: Yeah, oh sure. Can go yeah, with definitely. that.
3: Definitely. So I think we can probably pull that in and uh, won't have a problem with that anymore, I assume. So that works for me. I would also like to kind of add some like funny cameos with like people around the pharmacist's office. More people for them to interact with, maybe like one of the dogs gets lost, so they have to like go and, and track down this dog, add in some kind of like staple elements of just simple little shit where we can make let the actors improvise a little bit and you know bring in a few more little nods and like people that will will put butts in seats, stuff we can throw in the trailer for some cute jokes, that kind of a thing. Title's still not working for me. It was great, but again I think you're on some Gevil Disney shit, and I don't think that's gonna gonna fly. So, I've been workshopping this for a while, and I'm having a tough time with it, but we got to put something on the the
0: trailer to send out. Choo-choo party! I think we're going to call it The Best Worst Night. Damn it. All right, so I'm going to put The Best Worst Night into the movie machine and pull the lever, which sounds like a hissing cat followed by the crack of a whip. The movie machine sent this one back with some incomplete data. Uh, It didn't believe the latest title was real because there was already like three indie rom-coms with that title. So it ends up Cats and Dogs Musical Factory was the only thing that, like. it's like when you play World of Warcraft and you're trying to pick a name and none of them are picked and you try something stupid and it goes through, that's what happened. That being said, with that title, Children and Families, the opening we can flock to this film because the trailer is packed with hallucinatory scenes of cats and dogs singing. And when they realize it's this weird fever dream, sex-driven comedy with really terrible camera angles, you stuck with the 3D GoPros on the animals. Most children who saw the film barfed opening weekend and it literally in the entire northeast it shut down every theater from like newark new jersey all the way to boston as they had to like clean the barf out of every theater on the in the northeast so it became a big thing on the news that uh children literally get ill from this film like not figuratively literally get ill but it becomes a thing for like potheads and stoners to see like people who are into shrooms and all, they just get high out of their brains and watch this movie, and they're the only ones who think it's any good. So it makes a lot opening weekend, but you use all that money to settle lawsuits with the families in the theaters for the upholstery damage, so it ends up the theater pulls the movie, sells the rights to the movie theaters, so to pay off the upholstery lawsuit, and AMC just puts it on the like their special events they always put and it just they only show it in states that have illegal marijuana, and the AMCs have now in the weed business in Colorado and Washington, to where the AMCs sell weed and stuff before they see the movie, and it's just like a stoner thing in two states, and that's the... That's what happened to your movie. So starting with a writer, how do you feel the outcome? Do you want to do anything? You have two minutes of trying travel Uh, powers to fix it.
1: Well, I all I can say is I'm so terribly excited. I never thought my my sweet little story was ever gonna be turned into something that I could see on the silver screen. It was just and and as a psychologist, to know that people had a literal Visceral reaction to my story—that they had to actually vomit out their emotions. I, I couldn't be happier with how Talk this about process. Exactly, am I right? exactly, exactly. <laughs> like it was just a dream come true to sit in the opening and um, actually listen, listen to the vomit and the parents exclaiming their disgust, and it just. Thrilled my soul. So, no, I wouldn't change anything except for, you know, maybe put James Bond in it. But, you know, that's that wasn't in our budget. Um, but I have to admit, though, that there's a secret about this movie that I didn't tell anyone else. And uh, since now it's been released and it's in the public, that I feel like I could finally share that none of the animals were present. They were all inside the pharmacist's mind. It's a different movie now, isn't it? It's a different movie. Yeah, it's totally different. Yeah, watch the movie again and know that none of the animals are like actually present. Just in his mind. It's crazy.
0: So David, our director, Cats and Dogs Musical Factory has become the stoner film of the next generation. How do you feel about that?
2: Boy, that's that's a big lofty goal. I'm just, you know, I really wanted the kids to like it. I mean, the good news is the movie theaters actually made a ton of money because, you know, they fed the kids and then the kids threw it all up so they needed to eat again. And that's how they make most of their money is the food and beverages. And so the movie theaters themselves were ecstatically happy. It was paid for the carpet uh, and then some. Uh, In fact, they're able to put in some really nice high-quality shag carpet uh, afterward. Now, as far as changes that I would do, boy, I am heartbroken to have lost the Jim Caviezel being beat to death. So I'm hoping for a sequel. They could still incorporate the animals in it, um, and it makes even more sense now that I you know that was all inside of uh, someone's head that they were just seeing all these these animals from a drug-induced haze. The only other thing I think I would add would be putting more actual songs like singing and dancing in the movie itself to maybe get those pukey kids back interested into you know watching it maybe again and also i'm uh, gonna try to sell this movie you know we had some original big pharma product placement but also sell to parents who are perhaps worried that their kids have accidentally swallowed something or ingested something that they shouldn't and they need them to throw it up. And hopefully this will be actually on the shelves of pharmacies uh, for them to be able to distribute it. I mean, and that could get us a lot of extra money, which like any good director, that's my only real goal.
0: Right, Jacob, producer, you have the honor of being involved with the only two films to have an interactive vomit portion by the audience as your turn of working on the anime feature Tummy Trouble about the tapeworms, which was also wildly popular but also made the audience... Also the space one with, with Thor and somebody in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. you're like known as the barf guy. How do you feel about that? You oh, good? you know, it's, it's all right, I guess.
3: I guess if I had, you know, the ability to go back and change anything, I would probably not have accepted the check from Big Pharma and signed off on this piece of shit. And also I would probably go back and murder Gebel Bidney with, uh, like, a juggling pin. I, you know, I really just have one thing to say. Hey, parents... The Motion Picture Association of America put an R on this bastard. What the fuck did you bring your kids? It's right there. It's in the thing. We marketed it as an adult comedy. I don't understand why children came to this thing. It's whatever. We got their money. I don't care at this point. I'll go home. I'll buy another beach house. And, you know, dream about digging a grave for a certain Polish circus man. Um, <laughs> but you know, like I said, it could be worse. Um, you know, Jim's just happy to be doing things again. He's had, well, let's call it a dead spell. It's hasn't done a whole lot in a while, so maybe I can I can start some more like low budget stuff with him and see how that goes. I think that's that's a distinct possibility. Maybe do like some of those. You know, maybe I can put him up for the next James Bond. Then we do get our bond out of this. That might be a a good way to go. I don't think he's British, but
2: yeah, long shot maybe. Yeah,
3: yeah. you know, I, I guess I just tried. I think I'm okay. And right. uh, the, uh, the title is, it's going to stay exactly as I put it. So we're not going to do other weird shit with it. All
0: right. So there you have it. That's Cats and Dogs Musical Factory. Your lack of changes changed nothing. Surprise. However, Gavel Bidney <laughs> made millions with, his, Every time. with his porn parody cats and dogs sexual factory you didn't even do much to the title and it's uh exclusively clowns and furries porn and it hit no one knew they wanted clowns and furries porn until gavel bidney hit that market and boy did he hit it he had a home run of giant shoes and garter belts let's just leave it at that and let your imagination do the rest like you ever wonder how many clowns they can fit into something yeah you know what i mean well I, what that well, means no that. i don't
2: i don't know what i doing. did finally get in touch with disney and they said to me uh you know who are you how'd you get this number please stop calling so i have that uh yeah you know.
0: So, with that, try and get that mental image out of your head. We'll leave you with some wise words from our sage, Guy Fieri. There we go. That's where the Christmas gift was, right downtown. Thank you, everyone. This has been a movie
1: machine. sure has. These movies are perfect.
3: Hey everyone jacob here just wanted to quickly check in and say a huge thank you to everybody who's listened to our show so far today is our 50th episode we've been doing this for about a year i also wanted to give a quick shout out to everybody who's taken the time to come on our show we've had some incredible local comedians actors all kinds of folks who have stepped up and done that for us i'm going to be putting together a sampler That will contain some of our favorite bits from the show and make it around 10 minutes or so. If you have any suggestions for your favorite bits or things that you would like to see or things that you've decided, you know, this would be great to recommend to a friend, please let us know. Shoot us a message on Facebook or Twitter, and hopefully we'll have that out for you soon. Again, thanks so much, guys, and we'll see you next week.